Pulp MX Network production. Pulp MX fans, we're 550 plus shows and counting thanks to your support of our sponsors. Get the Pulp MX app for iOS and Android today. Save money with discount code PULPMX at btosports.com and click the Amazon banner on PULPMX.com for all other online purchases. It's the BTOsports.com Steve Mathis Show, presented by Fox Racing on RacerXOnline.com. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome to the BTOsports.com RacerX podcast. This is the Houston Supercross wrap-up. Thanks, everybody, for listening. BTOsports.com, nation's leading retailer for anything you need for your bike or body. Use the code PULPMX to save yourself money when you check out. They've got all the latest brands and everything else, mobile phone friendly, great international shipping rates. And, of course, if you need a whole shot, well, the BTO Sports KTM team will deliver that to you also with uh, Andrew Short and Justin Brayton. And this show is also presented by Fox Racing, foxhead.com, continuing the relentless pursuit to innovate and elevate. The 2015 450 Supercross champion, Ryan Dungey, wears Fox. The 2014 450 MX champion, Kenny Roxon, he wears Fox, too. Foxhead.com or visit your local authorized dealer. They'll have Fox also, so we thank BTOsports.com and Fox Racing for helping us out with this. I'm Steve Mathis, as usual. With me to recap all the action from the Houston NRG Dome is uh, first up on the line. He's a RacerX uh, editor, uh, online editor, or maybe Wygan is or something, but he's somewhat <laughs> my boss. Chase Stallo, what's up? Yeah, you're getting close, man. I mean, we, we keep pounding it in, but... You're, it's getting there. You're my boss. That's all I know. Yes. Yeah. That's all that matters. Right. It's all that matters. <laughs> and you were at it. You were in Houston. So yeah. Uh, unlike I was. unlike the other guy that works at Racer X. He's coming back. I'm getting a little worried, man. Dude, this is, uh, it, it's getting concerning. It's called uh, we, it, It's called NASCAR Nation. NASCAR yeah, Nation. I mean, they're they're getting they're sinking their teeth in, man. I'm uh, hoping they'll let go. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we usually have a, a top former top privateer in the sport, Jason Thomas, join us. But we're done with that because he's a former top privateer. Let's get a current top privateer in the sport. He is in the studio. He is the seven deuce deuce, Adam Antonap. What up? Thanks for coming seven on. Seven deuce deuce. He's actually it. he's in studio because he's doing the Publimex show. So we we got him for a two for one. Oh, uh, to, yeah. To recap Houston Supercross and all that went down. I guess first off, um, let's ask the guy who actually raced the track. So uh, Antonap, they. They tried something different off the start, <laughs> and you you went backwards down a rhythm lane, then you joined the back of the track, and then you cut across, and then you went the other way before joining the start again. Um, I like the uh, – look, look, if you, anybody who knows me knows I've been going on and on about changing things and trying new things in the sport. And so I'm not going to bag on them for trying new things, but I'm not sure it worked or not. What did you think? <laughs> um. I think it worked, but here's the but. It was a short track even okay. with that. Okay, it was a short track, but here's the but, okay? I don't think I remembered to turn right 
<laughs> on any of my starts. I was going straight to the left to that right. dragon's back every right. time after the start. Well, Adam, they can't help you with that. <laughs> There's nothing they can do. Well, you get into like you get into race mode and you're just trying to pass guys and then you look up and you're like Oh no! Go right, and then you just see like everybody's fishtail and getting all squirrely, and then that's why so you, you got gooned do, out. Do guys you, going to the right. Do you think there was more than just you? Oh yeah, <laughs> no, it was way more than just me. Everybody in front of me was going left to the last second, and then went right because all the ruts right. would go to the left. Yeah, yeah. So you were kind of following that, you're, and you're then you're that. like, oh. Oh, wait a minute. Burr, burr. Go to the right. Go through the infield. Where am I going? Okay, we made it. Okay, now. <laughs> Chase, Chase, didn't you and I joke about which rider is going to screw it up first? Oh, man. I it, I thought it was going to be bad. I really did. I, I thought it was just going to be an utter disaster. So, um, you know, kudos for them actually pulling it off and, and the riders for, you know, remembering mm-hmm. to. It was hard for me to know what it was, so. Yeah, you know, for them to be out there racing, I mean, it was, you know, like you said, I'm sure he wasn't the only one. No, it. it uh, but again, like you would think, I would think one of the going into the race, one of the benefits of that design would be a longer lap time. Like I'm like, oh, this will take a little while longer, maybe, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it, dude, until they made, and we'll get to the track changes in a second. That mm-hmm. absolutely effed you. Mm-hmm. Um, Forty five seconds, forty four seconds until yeah. they changed yeah. the track. Like, was, was it just me or did it seem like, Adam, that they ran out of dirt? The jumps were pretty small. Yeah, uh, I don't know if they ran out of dirt or so much. I mean, I don't I don't know what happened there. And, and here's something that not a lot of people know either is I got to do a little section on press day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I got to do a rhythm. Yeah. Well, we tested the start out. The start actually didn't go to the right originally. They made that a change on race day. What do you the, mean? The start went the left. Start, the left turn was the, the left start turn. start went through the rhythm section backwards, up over the tunnel, through the sand to the left, dragons back, triple to the right, and then down that rhythm lane. Oh, so you didn't make a right there. No, the, you in, didn't in, in make the, a in right. In the third turn. You in the not... third turn, you didn't make a right originally. They did that race day change. Why? Uh, I think it was because that it was coming back to that section too quickly. If someone's down. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they actually made that right turn. So I did the start going to the left, so it was even more confusing to me. <laughs> Originally, they had it going right back into the dragon's back and then into the rhythm lane that we went down backwards, like right off the bat. How was it with the with – the, and it was a sandy dirt. Yeah. More well, sandy than we've ever seen from Houston before. Okay, so that's a whole different story is the dirt underneath was really, really tacky, but because the dirt was so hard, they actually – drizzled sand across like the whole track mm-hmm. to mix the dirt to make it better which it ended up being really really good oh yeah i think it, it opened up some of those turns to make it pretty exciting for as far as turning down you can turn yeah. down or, no or it, go, it was there was a lot was of loose, options you know? in the turn and um, just uh being able to rail those corners that's interesting i didn't know that so i didn't even know that they were good. yeah so press day was a little different yeah press day was uh it was different because we had they had a few guys out there to test to see what was going to go on and see how they had it done and they they had it different and then i showed up race day and it was like oh go to the right so how were the rhythm sections with ruts and everything going both ways did you um was it, it really was wasn't it, that no. bad because um we didn't hit it very many times so yep. it didn't really get didn't, beat down at all right, so right. it was like um it was one of those things where it was like, eh, wasn't and what about deal. what about one of the things we talked about on track walk was coming. So you went right onto the start straight yeah. after that rhythm. Yeah. Well, if you do a start, it's 
you know, a berm and ruts and everything. How yeah. was that coming off the start? Or was it, that fun? It, it wasn't bad. I think they um, yeah. they actually fixed it quite a few times at that to where it was to the point where it was just flat, which still right. works is always on top of that type of stuff. So they huh. did a good job with that. So it and it, it ended up being really good. The dirt was good and. And like you were talking about, there was a lot of lines in the corner because the dirt was just so tacky. Yeah. It was just like, wow, I can go anywhere I want. And then there was a lot of options for passes. And, and maybe maybe we shouldn't be looking so much for track design as much as really good dirt because it seemed like that good dirt helped with passing and making the track less, one. you know what I mean, not yeah. as one-lined. Chaser, uh, after the second practices, when the lap times were like 45 seconds or whatever – they went out and added a big wall to a little to a little double that was there, and then they added a, they steepened up the jump after the the uh, over under. Okay, okay. Here's here's another thing. Yeah, they had it like that. Oh, they did for, for press, press press day, and then they went back and changed it because they said that the walls were too abrupt. So they went from having the walls on press day to knocking them down, then building them back up. I don't know how many times I've said this. I've written this. I've said it. Jason Thomas has said it over and over. You can't make drastic track changes, track changes in between two timed practices. Yeah. You can't do that. If you're going to do it, make it after the first set. Yeah. When you see the lap times and then and then the time sections, you know, it, it just chase. I, I it blew my mind that they did that. I mean, it, I mean it was good. It slowed it down a little bit. So we didn't have a 45-second lap time. We had a 51, I yeah. think. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Why are they doing that, Chase? Why, why do they well, do that? I mean, obviously they had to, I think, because you can't have 45-second lap times. Um, so, I, I mean, I think it's just a case of you have to do it. And when's the best time to do it? Are they going to do it before the E-Racers? Can't do it then either. Do it after um, the first set of proxies that no, are No, I agree. I mean, once you see it there, maybe. Um, you know, I don't I don't know their schedule. I don't but. It does seem like that would be a better time. Um, but back to Adam's point about the dirt, I think it's it's an excellent point. I mean, I think good dirt makes up for any track design, um, whether it's simple, technical, mm-hmm. um, and it's something that's just probably overlooked more. You know, we tend to harp on the track designs and, mm-hmm. oh, that's easy, that's hard, but he's right. I mean, good dirt makes up for that. And, and honestly, this racing the weekend this weekend was great, and I didn't think the track was difficult at all. Um, yeah. It didn't look difficult comparatively, obviously. Um, now, but yeah, I just thought that was a good point. So no, and and you know the, the you know McElrath was out front, and then Webb took off, and and Seeley took off in the 240 main event. The race for the leads weren't very good, but Chase is right. When you didn't get a chance to watch the main, Adam, because no, you, <laughs> you were you you had a very eventful day. Oh man! Um, but the you're right, Chase. There were some really good battles going on, and maybe. Was sandy, uh, you know, different lines, and the track was easy. Maybe that's what it was. There was some well, really good it, racing going it, on. The dirt was so tacky. Like in the sandy sections, it was a little slick, but the dirt was so tacky in those corners. A lot of the passes were being made cutting down. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's from having, like we were talking about, Chase, is having really, really good dirt to have mm-hmm. the opportunity to just yank that front wheel down and really twist that throttle hard. And, and that could be the difference. The track definitely wasn't the most difficult track. But, you know, some of those tracks, like, uh, like for instance, uh, Detroit, mm-hmm. where the dirt just gets super, super hard and slick, you can't turn down on those corners. Yeah. There's no you're option. You're following yeah. the guy. Yeah. And you're following that guy, and then you got to make a pass through the rhythm. And the rhythms, you know what I mean? That rhythm was so hard that it's like 
you got one line through the rim. Yeah. It's triple on, off, triple, single into the corner, and that's it. So uh, a lot of these passes were being made in the corners, and like you said, maybe we should be m- looking for more uh, a better dirt yeah. instead of making these tracks different. I would be well, all. Oh, go ahead, Chase. Well, I was thinking, and I'll ask Adam this. I mean, this is more of a question than an opinion. Do you think, you know, with tracks like Detroit and stuff where you're having, you're forced to make passes in the rhythm section, it just leads to more crashes and injuries? I mean, because obviously we saw in Detroit that, you know, I, I don't only saw a couple crashes in Houston compared to, you know, what seemed like 15 in Detroit. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think it's it's hard to say because, what what people are ruling out to me and and when I look at it is yeah these guys are professionals and you know what I mean you got some really good riders like Jake Weimer and Trey that went down which which is a horrible you don't ever want to see that but sometimes it's not the track and a lot of people want to just jump to conclusions and say yeah the track was crappy yeah this yeah that you know what we make mistakes we're riding wow. dirt bikes these guys make mistakes on the track remember Oakland they put a whoops after the start everybody complained and said it was super dangerous yeah so you can't have whoops then then people were saying people were saying put a triple there for obvious reasons yeah and now where Jake and Trey crash it was actually after the second turn yeah but you can't put rhythms like people were saying oh you can't go into a rhythm like yeah, well, it, well okay we, we reeled out the triple we ruled out the whoops now we can't do rhythms like yeah so what do you want to do mean, yeah that's what I'm saying <laughs> and and people are saying oh the tracks are lame or the tracks this the track that you know what we make mistakes and it's to the point like Steve said we can't have a we can't have a whoop section. We can't have a rhythm, and we can't have a triple. What's left? You know, <laughs> there's there's nothing left to do. It's to the point where mm. you know what I mean. We're we're riders. We have to understand, and we all do. But the problem is, is we're going for it. We're going yeah. for the win. There's gonna be crashes. Spe- and speaking of going for it, why didn't you just clean pipes out? <laughs> oh man, I even screamed it. You oh, were just God. you were just short this week. Fifth oh, place God. in the in the fourth of the LCQ. Um. Honestly, you could have got in the main. I, I could have. I I really could have took. You should have cleaned out. his pipes, bro. I I could have cleaned his <laughs> pipes, but um, I mean, if you guys listen to the Pulp MX show uh, on Monday night, you'll you'll kind of figure out the whole story. And uh, it was one of those nights where, I mean, obviously, I want to make the main. You every dusted, single night. You should have dusted him. I should have dusted dusted pipes, but. Yep. Um, you know, it was one of those nights. If you get a, if you get a chance to listen to Dustin, or, well, uh, we'll recap a little show. bit. You're yeah, on a we'll, Bora bike. You're on a Bora bike. It was not. Bike. It was not riding. It was not. It was not the bike. It was. I mean, this bike was literally about to blow up. I mean, we're to the point where I guarantee, guarantee the bike that I was riding that night was not making it 20 laps. Like I guarantee. After the LCQ, I pull off. I cut my bike. I cut the bike off. You know what I mean? To transponder. cut the transponder. Yeah. I go to kick it, and it's blowing out huge puffs of blue and white smoke, and it won't start, and we had to push it all the way back. Well, the good I mean, that's I wouldn't, I don't even know if I would have got it started for the main event. You <laughs> well, know it I mean? barely started for the semi, right? That, yeah, it barely. St- no, it barely started for the LCQ. LCQ right? Yeah, so um, it was. Oh man, I can't even go down um, the list right the now. The good thing is, is Dusty Pipes is an X brand rider. So He's he an X brand rider. If you wear X brand, you won't win, right, yeah, Steve? Yeah. <laughs> You, get well, you might then, make the main, though. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Holly still had the quote of the night on that, Steve. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jim Holly did say, over the berm. Yeah. <laughs> over yeah. the berm, I would have been going to the main. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what did he say? How did he say that, Chase? I can't, uh, you, I can't remember the exact It was something like, uh, oh, no, yeah. What would Holly, you have done Holly over said the berm? To, Holly said to me, what was up with that? What's up with Antonap there? And I go, yeah, I don't know, man. And I go, uh. 
What was that? What if that was you, Jim? And he goes, that's right. He goes, over the berm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But again, Jim didn't know either. Like, no, you know, it like, was yeah. like, it was to the point where like, I, I really, really wanted to make the main, but it was like, that bike wasn't going to make it. Did you want to be, <laughs> did you want to be featured in just short? Was yes, that maybe that, that's what it was. That's what it I was. feel like I would have got more recognition for just short than finishing <laughs> two laps of the main right, event. Right, right, exactly. Um, yeah, the, uh, the, the thing with the track, I mean, do you th- – okay, like, it didn't lengthen the track. It didn't really work. But in the future, what about going down a couple of lanes both ways to lengthen a track? Is that a – I think that's s- an option. And, like, if you crash, maybe they have some extra dig dugs to pull you off. You yeah, know? no, I mean, that. Like, I, I, I seriously think that's an option because – Why not? With, with the tracks, with the dirt bikes getting so fast and we're getting so fast, they're going to have to do something. Yeah, they're going to have to, and two, it changes it up. It it throws a it throws a little twist in the in the start, you know, and yeah. and people want to see a twist. They want a little bit of drama here and there, you know. Maybe not so much to where people are dying, obviously, no, but no. you you want something fancy, you know yeah. what I mean? Get something fancy mm-hmm. going on. We got to get a little trick. Yeah. The, the sports growing and mm-hmm. and throw something a little funky in there every once in a while. I think yeah. I think this start was good. I I really didn't. Like you said, you said messed it up, which was about a miracle, but they everybody <laughs> pulled it off. So I um, mean, for the for instance, it it worked out this weekend. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, uh, Chaser. Uh, when we started the season before the season, we talked about Dean Wilson, Jason Anderson, Cole Seeley, and Blake Baggett as the rookies in the class. So mm-hmm. there's no doubt. I mean, Dean got hurt right away. Anderson's been good. Baggett's got a podium. Anderson's got two. Um, they've been good, solid, but there's no doubt with with three podiums and now a win, Sealy's outsh- outshone them all. Yeah, I agree. And before the season, I said that I thought all of them would make a podium before the end of the year. Um, obviously, Wilson got hurt, so that kind of knocks that down. But you know, honestly, I thought I think Anderson's about where I expected him. Back, it's been better than I expected, and I think Sealy's been a little better. Um, I'll be honest, I didn't see a win this year. I mean, I saw maybe two or three podiums and, and you know, be about fifth in points. Um, so, yeah, I think he's been good, man. And it's been a it's been a slow progression, too. You know, if you really look back at Anaheim 1 till now, you know, you could almost see this coming. Mm-hmm. Um, even back to Daytona, where he was challenging for the lead. And, you know, I, I think it was there. And uh, maybe it was the weekend before where he kind of struggled a little bit, and I think he may have hit that wall. Mm-hmm. Um and then he came out at Daytona, and, man, that's when you're real like, whoa, Col- Cole Sealy yeah. might win one of these. And then he did it in Indy and Detroit, and then I was like, whoa, he's, he's probably going to win one of these. So, you know, we're just watching that progression of him. It, it's been kind of cool if you really look back at it. Look, there's no doubt that the, the field's thin right now. You know, Trey Kennard's injured, and James Stewart's not there. And, um, you know, we've got a lot of injuries going on with different riders and, you know, different different people. But I don't think it's a stretch to say, Adam, that the Cole Seeley could just win it anyways and beat all these guys anyways. No, not at all. I mean, the way he's riding, not at all. he's, he's um, fit, he's good technical rider, his, his bike's good. Uh, not only that, but I really feel like Cole Seeley has that, um, what I call it, is is the Dungey factor. He's really, he seems to be very consistent. And like you said, Chase, he's growing race to race. You can mm-hmm. watch this kid. He, you know what I mean? He started out kind of top 10. He's been working his way up. And, and I think that's really the way to do it. The speed has been growing and growing each week. He hasn't been, knock on wood, he hasn't been hitting the deck hard. He's been, 
He's been up front getting the good starts he yeah. needed. And as we've seen um, last year when he rode with Honda, he was doing that. He got the good starts. He got out front. And in this sport, you need that. Um, for instance, Eli Tomac, he's not getting the starts he needs, and you make mistakes, and then you end up, you know what I mean, maybe right. crashing or pushing too hard. Yeah. And and Dungey's been winning the championship. He's been getting good starts. He's been out front and just putting in solid laps. And Cole Seeley's been getting there, building confidence, building confidence, and now he is the rookie of the year. Yeah. He is that guy. And I think that's going to carry over confidence to next year, and I think he could be a future title contender, especially with – with how he's not crashing and getting right. hurt. He's a guy that stays there during the year. At the beginning, he starts, and at the end, he's there. You know, So I think Cole Seeley is going to be a, a contributing factor for this Honda team for a championship. The uh, Dungey got second. Tomac got third in Houston. I mean, they were, I think, Chase 11th and 13th early, or maybe it was 9th and 11th, those two. But, yeah, they were buried. I, I don't remember the exact right. positions, but yeah, they were way back. But you know, it kind of it kind of encapsulates the entire Supercross season. Uh, Anderson was was going fast, and probably you know with with their bad starts, Anderson was probably going to beat him. Pike could have beat him. Uh, he was ahead of him with his start. Grant was there. Short was there. Chad was in second for a while. And what happened? They all just made mistakes, and the other two guys didn't. And that's sort of. Chase, that sort of captures our Supercross season. Right there. It really, it really does. does. I mean, that's yeah. a very good point. It, mm-hmm. it really, it really kind of does. And I, honestly, I didn't think about it until you said it. Um, but you know, you had the Canard mistakes, and, and even before he got injured, yeah. I mean, the, yeah. the early season mistakes, and and Roxon after he got hurt was making some mistakes, and, and Tomax obviously made his. And the entire time, Dungey's just right there doing what he does. Well, I mean, look, they're, and, they're, they're ninth and tenth place in, in the main event. If those guys I mentioned, if four of those guys just put in 20 solid laps, they probably beat these two. Yeah, or very Fair close enough. to it. Or very I mean, close, you know, yeah. And they can't yeah. do it. They, these guys can't do it. Anderson is a torpedo out there, and we'll get to him in a second. And Pike goes down, and Chad gets – no fault to Chad, but he gets cr- crossed up and – just Barsha. Yeah, no, I mean, like you said, you got to get out front. You got to ride clean, dungy laps. Yeah. You have to. Dungy and laps. You, dungy <laughs> laps. Really. And, and this brings up another point. Has Dungy kind of changed the the aspect this year? You know, before it was Villapoto, and, and you really had to just go balls out for 20 laps to beat Ryan Villapoto. I mean, that's what you had to do. Um, with Dungy, I think it's a little different strategy. I mean, and I asked Cole Seeley about this. It was Indy. Um, you know, I was like, hey, what's your strategy with him? He's so consistent. He's so fast. And he was like, honestly, I don't have one. I, I don't know what to do yet. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and, and he obviously hadn't raced him very long. But do you think it's kind of changing how you need to ride up front? I, I think Is so. Is it different? I, I, I spoke to John Tomac about this, and we were walking the track, I think, at Indy there, same race that you're talking about, Chad, Chase. And um, Chad, Chase, whatever. Um, <laughs> and uh, so we were talking about doing a quad. You know, and I was like, Stu would do it, and he would laugh. You know what I mean? Like, we're like, yeah, he mm-hmm. probably would have done this, or RV or, or, or whatever. And then John said, no one's going to do this because Dungy's not going to do it. Like, Dungy's not going to do it. He doesn't – he's never going to be the guy to – he'll jump anything if someone else jumps at first. But with right. Dungy having a huge lead, nobody able to catch him, even by Indianapolis – it's like Dungey's like, I'm not going to do that. I don't need to do that. The other guys are like, I'm not going to win this title, so I don't need to do that. So there is, I think, and John Tomac and I both thought, like, without Stu, without RV, without anybody needing to jump anything crazy, they're not. And yeah. they're, everyone's yeah. kind of just following 
the lead of the points leader. And, you know, I mean, I think that's a perfectly good point. I think that's, that, that is true. We don't see the, I don't think we've seen, even though we have injuries, I don't think we see these guys pushing it like we would if we had RV and Stu in this, in this field. Yeah. I mean, kind I mean, at the beginning though, you did see Ken Roxon bust some pretty big stuff. I mean, he yeah. was going fast, but, it's, but that's beginning of the year. He's hurt. Yeah. Yeah. He's hurt. Yeah. That's a big difference. But like Steve said, I mean, by the time you get to Indy, that's when, you know, and, and, and I wonder if Stu with Dundee's points lead would still quad it. I mean, I think that's just Stu's yeah. personality. Right. I no, think Stu would have, period. Yeah, right. So he would have risked that. He would have taken that. Bit. You love Stu. Dundee's not going to. No, so not it's, even. it's not even that a fact that I love Stuart. Because I do love Stuart. I love, I love James Stewart. I've, I've grown up watching James Stewart, <laughs> and he's just been – he's a people pleaser. But James Stewart goes out and hucks whatever he thinks possible. It's – Dungey right. goes out and says – Okay, what we're going to do is we're here to win the championship. Yeah. This is going to be the fast line. If I need to pull this out, we'll pull this out. This is an option here, but what we're going to do is stick with this. This is going to be the consistent race line yeah. that I can get fast laps in and probably win the race if I get the whole shot. If I have to come over here and huck this quad, I'm going to have to do it to do whatever I need to do. You know what I mean? Stewart goes yeah. out and says, I can jump that and goes, yeah, <laughs> and quads it. Yeah. He, doesn't have yeah. a, he doesn't have that thought through his mind. Let's let's uh before we talk about Josh Grant, um, who's been riding great lately, got a fourth. I want to talk about Jason Anderson. So he's got this thing going on with Blake Baggett. Uh, I think he's got a thing going on with a lot of people now. I've heard through the grapevine a couple times before this weekend that he's been cross jumping people and there's some riders not happy. This weekend he gets together with Pike, takes him out in the sand, or comes together with him. Yeah. And, and I don't I don't think it was that dirty. Uh, then he then he does dirty Chad Reed, knock up, knocks them both down. He cuts across the track on Andrew Short. He's got this thing with Baggett. Uh, Chase, what what do you make of Anderson right now? Well, I mean, he, he's definitely not making friends, and, and that's I think that's kind of obvious. Just look at Twitter after the race. Um, but <laughs> I think Weston deleted I, that. I think Weston deleted that. Did he? I think uh, so. That's the, we're in the age of you know yeah, yeah. how quick will they delete it? Um, right. But. You know, I didn't. I saw the pipe crash, but on, I didn't see it on TV. So I, it it didn't look terrible to me, mm-hmm. and, and it may have been. I mean, I need to rewatch it. So it wasn't. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't. Pike was pissed. But okay. It, it, I, well, I mean, of course, if you get knocked down, you're going to be pissed. Yeah. I mean, that's that's expected. Right. Um, and then Reed, I, I think he was just impatient. I, I I don't think it was dirty. I mean, I think he just made a racing mistake. He wasn't thinking with his head. Um, he forced something that wasn't there. It no, was I, not I, there I at all whatsoever. I mean, there was a hay bale, and he, with all due respect to Jason Anderson, he just gassed it into Chad Reed. Well, we watched it, it probably ten times. Yeah, there, there was no making that pass there. What were you going right. to do? Yeah. yeah, but I mean, that's what I mean. I don't, I don't think he meant to take him out, though. That's, no, that's I mean, I don't idea. think his intentional was to take him out, but. I mean, honestly, though, who knows? I mean, he just literally gassed it and chattered and took them both down. I talked to somebody that's close to Jason about this, and I said, the, I said to him, the most interesting thing is going to be these last three races is going to be seeing who gets their revenge first yeah. on Jason. And this guy told me that uh, it's easier to calm someone down, take away aggression, than add aggression. And I don't think the- he's dealt with Pike before. <laughs> 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 I mean, not to, not no, to yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Pike. Pike is like one of the gnarliest dudes. I hang out with Pike a lot, and uh, Pike will take him down. What would Pike have done to Pipes? 
Pipes? Yeah. Oh, Pipe would. Oh. I mean, Pipes would have been probably in the cheap seats. <laughs> Pipes. He would have been on his way to Santa Clara. By yeah, now, he would have been on his way to pipes, Santa Clara. Pipes would have been stuck in the pipes yep. from the stadium. He would have. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, look, yeah, it's uh, I, myself. What 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 Anderson did to Weimer at Indy, I think, was dirty. What he did to Chad this weekend was dumb. The Blake Baggett thing, I, I don't know. Did I, you see what um, Anderson did to Pike at uh, what round was that? Come on. I don't know. Can't think off the top of my head. God, what so round the, was it? It was a, it was one round just completely cut cut across the track. So so Pike's got this that that incident, whatever oh, you're talking yeah. about. And now this. He's got the double one. I right, mean he's right. he's gonna get the wham bam. Do you think people go after him? Adam? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, because if it was me and he took me out like that, yeah, you better watch I practice. <laughs> I know Chad's not happy. You better watch practice. <laughs> I know Black that flags are a flying. Yeah. <laughs> I know Chad's not happy. So, like I said, maybe the most interesting thing will be watching J- Jason these Anderson. other guys these last to see races. what happens with Jason. Er- and I would watch practice. Right, right. Yeah. Watch practice. Um, but up until then, he was going forward, man. He mm-hmm. was on it. Yeah, like he probably yeah, would have got. Too. Yeah, Reed too. I would. I mean, Anderson could have got second. Oh, go Anderson would have got second. I think had he not fell. You think he would have got Reed? Yes, I do. Yeah, he. he oh yeah, Chad. he was getting Reed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, it, it was funny is, is we asked that question, Mathis, before this weekend. Um, you know, was was Reed, you know, that off weekend kind of rejuvenate him? And, I mean, it did. And, and it's funny that Chad just seems to be able to pull the I'll go as fast as I want to card anytime he wants, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it seems like he can, you know, I, he's obviously not in the championships, but he, and he can have a couple off weekends. And then right. all of a sudden he decides he likes a track or, or whatever reason. And, yeah. You know, he can it. still go fast as shit. I mean, it's just it's amazing that he still has that level um, that he can hit when he wants to. Okay, here's a question for you guys. Do you, if you're Jason Anderson's team manager, do you sit him down and say, why did you do this when you were behind Reed? Like, um, what what are you doing I, here? I probably do, but in our sport, nobody does. You know what I mean? In our sport, people don't think like that. I remember Eric Kehoe told me he pulled Barsha aside when Barsha was on 250 Honda and Geico and said, dude, basically he said, dude, you're riding like an idiot. You're going to need friends at some point out there. Yeah. Like you can't, you can have a couple of rivals, but you can, you're going to need some friends out there. And when you're passing dudes in practice, you're, you're kind of being dirty. Yeah. So stop it. And you need some friends. And right now that's what I would tell Anderson. He's Pike's after him. Chad's not happy. We know Baggett's not happy. I can think of two other guys that have told me that, that Jason's riding like an idiot. Now, whether he is or not, I don't know, but two other guys have told me that. So he's got five guys that are not pumped on him right now. Yeah. And I've talked to him off the track. He's a cool kid. He's a nice guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I mean, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah like well, you it's said, funny you if you look at his personality, too, he's, he's super laid back. I mean, he's yeah. not a. He's not an aggressive kid no. at all. So no, it's no. Kind of, he's kind of got like the Andrew Short in him where. He gets on the track and just, you know, wow. that aggression turns up a lot. Yeah, and you know what? Like I said, like I talked to somebody who knew, knows him well and, 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 and is good buddies with him and said, it's easier to turn it down than turn it up. So maybe Pike will yeah, help I mean, him. I mean, that's a good point. I mean, but I think you made a valid point, too, where, you know, sometimes you do need friends, too. Yeah. So, no, you can't be. You know, it's, you know, it's 50-50. You know, uh, there's some dudes out there that, you know, if he's in fifth and he's passing or he's in sixth and he's passing for fifth. <laughs> And the dude's just like, I don't even like you. You're going faster than me, but I don't even care. And that is 100% true. Yeah. Because I have guys out there 
where I know them and I know what they did to me dirty. Right. And I'm like, watch this, Suckerbird. Right, right, right. And I'm going to take you because out regardless. there is an etiquette out there. Where, oh, there is. There's, there's a rider etiquette. If there's a dude who's faster than you. And he, you're, and he gets beside you. You're like, look, dude, I, I'm going. You know, th- you've got me tonight, or I don't have it. No, that is not true. I, it's not like if a guy's faster than you, you just let him by. You don't let him by, but but you don't fight him. You don't. You don't go. You to, fight him, but you don't contact. There's not yes, a T bone right. in there. But if if the other way, you don't like the guy. And oh, he's there's going by full you. contact. Yeah, you're just like, okay, you know what? I'm sucking right now, but so, guess what? You're going to suck, too, right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, there's a little bit of that out and there. And, too, though, it depends on where's the pa- where the pass yeah, is yeah, at. Of course. Because with that Pike Brayton pass, that was all. That was 100% needed because you can't – even though Pike and Brayton might fine. not be – Yeah, no, that that's fine. fine. Yeah. And that, to me, is fine because he didn't punt him over the berm, but you got to show him a little bit of love because if you don't, He's going to get around you yeah. and pass you back. I think that pass like that, that's aggressive racing. Yeah. There's a little bit of contact. But, yeah, Pike could have stopped and let Justin get going. Yes. You know, over the berm. He could have hit him harder. It was, yeah. it was a that perfect, was perfect It was pass. aggressive, but it was, it was fine. I'm saying that was perfectly aggressive. That about, is exactly what you want. How about Tomac's pass? So why are we talking about passing? How about Tomac's pass on Millsaps where he scored him up in the sand? I, I missed it. And just came underneath just him. So oh, sick, it was beautiful. Huh? So and that sick. goes back to the track, to the chase, what you were saying about the dirt. Like, Mm -hmm. Eli was able to just, like, stop and just pivot and just carve up a line on the inside, you know? Yeah. Um, Josh Grant, man, he got – he was eight – he had nine points after six races. It was not going well. And he's turned it around. Well, I think I did it two weeks ago. I don't know. It's probably improved by now. But, you know, from, I think, uh, Dallas to this weekend, it was like he was averaging a seven finish. Uh, his first two races were, you know, I think he had like one or two points. Um, yeah. And I talked to him, I think it was after Indy and he was just like, you know, it was like, I'm kind of in between. Like, I know you don't want to just go out there and cruise it, but right. uh, my goal is to make it East. Um, <laughs> you know, he's missed, <laughs> he's missed 70% of supercross races like the right. past four years or right. something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. Something big. We were just you know, talking so you about have that. To, actually. Don't you have to on that. have those goals. So, um, you know, he's been really good. And, man, is, is a podium a stretch right now? I mean, I don't know. I don't think it is. For Josh Grant? Mm, uh, he'd have to have a really good night. Doodle on that. Okay. okay. Don't doodle on the okay. sponsor reads. Okay. But okay. we're back to yeah. thank you for missing part of the show. But, okay. So Josh Grant getting a podium. Uh, why not? Sure. A third? Do you think, though? I mean, I, he's going to have to I have a really can. good r- ride. Dude, he got fourth this weekend? Yeah. You're yeah. Right. And very, very well. I mean, he held off Dungey for – I mean, he gave Dungey trouble. I mean, it wasn't like Dungey just smoked past him. Right. Um, um, so, I, I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Well, he's riding well. Yeah. Hey, uh, what about Andrew, what about Andrew Short's starts right now? Beautiful. What about his starts? Beautiful. Dude, just give him the whole shot, man. Seriously. I mean, I, why I, do we even run the whole shot? <laughs> I, legi- I legitimately tweeted Andrew Short with the whole shot, and the gate hadn't even dropped. I swear to you. I swear to God. You can go back, and I don't know how you can that prove it. That is awesome. I, he, and he did. He pulled it. I couldn't believe it. I, I just, uh, I'm gonna, you know what I'm going to laugh about is when he's not even using third gear. That's where I'm going to laugh. Well, what's funny is the, the rock star guys in the 250 class, the Huskies, are, have gotten pretty much all the whole shots there, too. Yeah, Osborne yeah, has point. I think four, and Bell has two. Something like that. I mean, it's close yeah, to something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, where was Zach? Yeah, I mean, those... Where was Zach Bell this weekend? 
Uh, he crashed um, this week and had to get go into surgery. I think he had a collapse long. Um, really? Yeah, he had a pretty bad crash, and uh, I think he'll be ready for outdoors, though, is what I heard from a team guy. He's going to be ready for outdoors with a collapse long and surgery right now? I read on his tw- his Instagram, if you guys have a computer around, you can pull it up. Um, mm-hmm. He Instagrammed something about going right into surgery. Now, I don't know if that was, right. what was it, four? Um, but I, the team didn't have, like, I just got that he was going to be ready for outdoors. Uh, what about Barsha's return, Chase? What would you think? I thought he was good. I mean, I didn't expect him. You know, he's missed a lot of time, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just there's so much talent in this field that, I don't, you know, you can't miss, you can't give those guys eight weeks. Um, and, and especially with the injury he had, I mean, I doubt he was doing any kind of training. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Dungey was too happy with him. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see. That, that, that is that, stuff muffin. That is Bam Bam's MO. Like, he doesn't really care. He's coming no. in. No, he doesn't. I mean, he's, he doesn't care. I mean, and, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, and Dungey, I think, pulled back a little bit. But, you know, he was like, I don't know what he was doing out there. You know, and, and I think that goes back to even when Barsha was at Unadilla, mm-hmm. yeah. came up in the, the 450 Oh, class God, and, that was so, so gnarly. Did, okay, so did Dungey say something about it? Uh, like, uh, you can read Monday Combo. It's in there. I, uh, I don't know the exact – I don't okay. want to quote it because right. I'll mess it up. But, right. it, yeah, it's in Monday Combo. And, and again, he doesn't really say much. He was He's just kind of like, I don't know what he was doing out there. Right, right, right. So, um, <laughs> which, you know, what'd you, uh, take what, that for what you wish. What did you make of his return, Adam, Barsha? Um, I thought it was good. He, uh, you know what I mean? Qualified right out of the heat. He looked like he was riding good. Like you said, he's just been off for so long Yeah. that where he was at is a really, really good starting point. He, uh, he needs to build a lot. I mean, he's supposed to be a race winner and right now he is not, but, um, I think gotta give him you, you races, gotta yeah. give him, you gotta give him time. Right. He, uh, he did good for his first race back and you kind of just got to see where he goes from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can't be getting hurt. He needs to be on the bike, and uh, he needs to be riding and just kind of see where it goes. You can't really tell anything right now. For for what he did this weekend, it was good, and uh, he was riding, you know what I mean, just like kind of bam, bam. He was, he didn't have quite the speed that he usually does, but uh, like you said, he's been right. on forever. Um, funny, Chaser, uh, in the second 450 practice, you were in the seated group, right? Yes, when, sir. When your bike worked? Well, when your he, bike worked. kind of. Um, one of them. Uh, <laughs> in, in the unseated 450s, the top three times were all 250s. Ken's yeah. on Oldenburg and Audette because mm-hmm. you can ride to videos in the 450 class, which I'm surprised, Chase. Like, you knew that, right, Chase? That wasn't a surprise to you. What? The Oldenburg and them no, were no, racing 250s? That you can ride 250s in the 450 class. Yeah, I mean, Ken Zero did it for the first, like, six well, rounds. And, well, uh, no, Kyle Kat Peters and Zero had a 450. Year. Yeah, I think Cat had a 450. Oh, no, I'm sorry. But, um, Kyle Peters uh, last year. Well, this is the um, thing. This has been a rule for three or four years. And I, yeah. I, I heard so, so, yeah. so many people say, I didn't know you could do that. Like, important people. People that should know better. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, uh, yeah, it's been a rule for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, and riders have done it So, recently. anyways, uh, yeah, pretty surprising. Top three guys are all in 250s um, in the unseated practice, and one of them anyways. And then Oldenburg goes out and does well, man. Makes the main event and uh, finishes 14th. Yeah. Pretty good. I, yeah. I, really good. Well, I, th- I think it speaks to what we've been saying all year, Steve, about Oldenburg. He's good. He's, you know, this guy is good. He's been good. Um, you know, unfortunately, he's he's had his share of crashes, which I think is probably, you know, 
Mm-hmm. His share Stanford of crashes is, all- is an understatement, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! He, he told me he hasn't he's practiced. Had a lot of crashes. He told um, me he hasn't he practiced since like Daytona because his because he's been so banged Dude, up. Dude, <laughs> he has been. I seen some wads where that I was like, nope, this is the last one. <laughs> he ain't getting up. Nope. Uh, and he keeps getting up. Yeah, no, he's getting yeah. up. Good for him. Fourteenth place on the two fifty. That's where it was. It was Atlanta oh, where yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Pike got stuffed by Anderson, but uh. Man, oh, did he have right. a gnarly crash in Atlanta. Oldenburg. Yeah, he had big wadded. Mm-hmm. His shock broke or something. Did it? Yep. In the whoops. Yeah, yeah, no. He just went K.O. No, he, had, he went to sleep a little bit. Yeah. And uh, Detroit, where he had a big one. <laughs> and the first round in Dallas. Uh, Dallas. Yeah. yeah he <laughs> where did. he was off the bike. What picture was that? God, that was gnarly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was um, in the oh, magazine. Man. I remember that. That was Dallas. Um, Poor guy. Millsaps, a tickle, anything else, guys? Brayton. Brayton kind of went backwards a little bit. Then it fought in the main. And back, backwards in the heat pretty bad. Yeah, but I mean, I he, that he's been off forever, yeah. too. Well, he's three weeks now back. So. Yeah, but, but oh, that's true. You know? Three weeks back. Yeah. But, I mean, and yeah, Brayton, he's, he's riding all right. Didn't he get hurt last year, too, though? Mm-hmm. He missed yeah. a couple races. Yeah. yeah. In the middle of the season around around that time. Um, I thought LeMay was pretty decent all night long. Ben looked pretty good coming forward, you know, moving forward. Yeah. So yeah. it looks like he's getting better on the Husky. And He's uh, been a lot better since he went to Husky. I don't know if it kind of lit a fire under him or what. Yeah, but yeah he, no, ever since he got off that young. Well, what about just the fact that you're a privateer now and you don't have a, like, you need to do well do to make money? Do you think he wasn't a privateer before, though? He was getting everything well, paid for. So Yeah, he I, had a way to the races. Yeah. <laughs> I think when you're laying it out, expenses and everything else – yeah. Might, might motivate you a little bit, you know? Yeah. Maybe that's what he needed. Right, right. You know, he's been doing a lot better lately. Like, immensely. Um, yeah. Chisholm and Way are following each other, like, every main event in the last two, three weeks. Yeah. All the time. They're right there. Yeah. Way's picked it up. Good friend, YK. He he did, dude. Three races left in his career. So. Yeah. He's done. Yeah. He's retiring of Supercross. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. I think I'm going to cry. Yeah, we just have a <laughs> BJ Smith just did a pretty big piece on the, the latest issue about all that, so I think I'm gonna go um. cry. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I love him. I think he likes you too, dude. Yeah. Nick's my like favorite guy. Yeah, yeah. well, I got maybe, a lot of favorite guys. Maybe but... when you go see him in uh, Santa Clara this weekend, maybe give him a hug. No, I am. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna give him a hug and like a going away gift and like all kinds of shit. <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a commercial break here um, on the uh, BTOSports.com Racer X podcast show presented by Fox Racing. Take a commercial break. And um, come back and talk a little bit two fifties, and uh, yeah, some more from Houston. So uh, myself, Steve Mathis, Chase Stallo, Adam Antonette, we'll be right back. Listen to these words from Race Tech and save yourself money when you check out at Race Tech ten percent. Use the code PulpMX fifteen. Thanks for listening. Hey, thanks for listening to the BTOSports.com RacerX podcast presented by Fox Racing. Race Tech people, Racetech.com. These guys have been in business for over thirty years, supplying racers, riders, and tuners with factory level suspension to everyday racer. There's a lot of top suspension guys in the pits that got their start with Race Tech. Trust me on this. There's more than a few guys that have learned underneath Paul Feed and gone on to uh, to great things. Paul Feed, the original suspension guru. I guarantee you, eh, probably 82.7% of you people listening to this podcast need some sort of suspension work, whether it's uh, just a simple oil change with new bushings and seals, give your bike some love, whether it's the right spring rate for your weight and or speed, 
Or maybe you just need some revalving on the machine to uh, help you uh, take first place in that Chicken Licks Raceway. Something something uh, on your bike needs attention for Race Tech. I guarantee you. Freeze, Gilmore, some of the guys just using uh, Race Tech, Privateer Proven. They work with uh, Ben LeMay also. They're back with Ben LeMay. And uh, they offer a full line of Race Tech high-performance springs. These springs are called high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates and feature the tightest tolerances in the industry. You want to save 10% at uh, Race Tech? Go to Pulp MX. 2015 when you order you can save 10 percent at racetech.com and they're uh, proud sponsors of this podcast and we thank you guys all right back to the show and we're back <laughs> btosports.com racer x podcast presented by fox racing the seven deuce deuce what up? chase stallow all on uh, on the line here so we'll talk 250s now i guess um from houston cooper webb i mean there's no Some doubt chase, them. chase there's no doubt that from the first race to now, there's no doubt Cooper Webb has been the best guy. Oh, clearly. I, like, mean, I don't even think that's up for discussion. Like whether he whether <laughs> he holds shots and takes off, whether he comes from last, whether he whatever he's like he's by far and away. That kid's fire. So he's Yeah, well and the, the, and the funny thing is like I was talking with Wygant this morning about it is you know, I, I think it was kind of split entering the year, like you either had Hill or you had Webb, but it wasn't like it wasn't clear cut, you know, it was, you know, he's going to be a title contender, but man, he's just gone out and dominated, like you said. And it, and it hasn't been, you know, he just starts and goes, I mean, he's had to come through the pack and make a lot of passes and he still wins. Um, he's done it a multi, you know, a bunch of different ways. And it's, it's really impressive how he's just kind of taken over that championship. Um, you know, and it, like you said, it really hadn't been close. no, uh, Bowers is one guy in the beginning that kept him close, but Chase, he's out for the year now. He pulled off in the main early. Needs back surgery. Yeah, so. it, it, he didn't look. He didn't look good. I mean, you could tell something was wrong. Um, you know, it just didn't. He didn't look like he did at the beginning of the year, and then yeah, he's out for you know Santa Clara and uh, the Nationals, and then you know I think that may open the door for someone else to come in. The three seven seven. That's the that's what we hear. That's the rumor. So the rumor, you know what though? Uh, I mean, no offense to Bowers, he hasn't raced outdoors for five or six years at least. He's way too big for that bike. He would not have done very well outdoors. That's my prediction. I mean, would he even be a top ten guy? Probably a ninth to twelfth place yep. guy. Yep. Yeah, I think that'd be fair. You know I mean, what I mean? So he's this the, huge for that bike. Outdoors. Well, that's just it. And and he and also he hasn't ridden outdoors. He hasn't just yeah done, he had. So what, six years. Not only is he hasn't not ridden outdoors, but he's been riding arena cross. <laughs> right. So right. like so like the the injury is, it's it's not a bad it's a bad thing, and you never want to have surgery. You know what I mean? But sure. Well, yeah. and a back injury too. I mean those. Yeah. Those are tricky sometimes. I yeah. Mean, you just don't know how those are going to go. So. No, absolutely. Um, McElrath leading some laps, another podium, two two in a row now for him. That kid's. Uh, there's not a lot like he's not a. Huge personality. He's a nice kid. Nice guy. Really, really nice kid. Um, there's not a lot like uh, he's just a workman guy. Yeah, you know? he is. Yeah, he works hard. And and he's got a pretty cool story. I mean, he was a yeah. He was an unknown man. Like when I say unknown, like I don't even think the amateur dudes really knew much about him. Like he was kind of came out of nowhere, ripped it at Loretta's, and then Troy Lee picked him up, and kind of history. I mean, he's yeah. been, you know, it's they've kind of. And it's funny, they kind of taken this path where they just kind of take on guys that, you know, maybe need a couple years' development. 
mm-hmm. and they're very patient with him. I mean, look at Seeley, um, Nelson to an extent, although Nelson was probably more, you know, a high class amateur, but yeah. Yeah. You know they're they're not making the big splashy signings. Um, they're just bringing guys in and and really developing them, and it's it's really paying off for them. No, he's doing well. Uh, Mookie Mookie should have died in three different times in Houston. Wow! And yet yeah, he still was... came up and got a podium. He hit the dirt <laughs> hard a couple uh, times, right? And then I seen you should have seen his bike. I can't. You know they were like on the line when Mookie got his bike. To the LCQ. Oh, like, really? You were, like yeah, he yeah, was yeah. running yeah, yeah. down the hallway with Mookie's bike and barely made it to the line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's just I mean, destroyed. it was destroyed. Right. Like pipes, subframe, bars, <laughs> triple clamps. I mean, this thing was just mangled. Yeah. It was the ugliest looking bike I've ever. I was like, I don't think he's making it. <laughs> what? And then all of a sudden, you just see him fifth gear tap <laughs> right. to the LCQ oh, line and then he podiums. Yeah. And then how about Osborne comes around and just hits his bike? Oh, like, that is the you're worst. You're leading the race. And Osborne caused the crash by accidentally moving over. Like, he didn't mean to, but no. he got a little sh- out, of, out of hand and, and moved over. Takes out Mookie. Bike goes flipping the other lane. Osborne <laughs> makes a right turn. Boom! Into a bike. Oh, That's man. like some arena cross stuff. Absolutely. That's yeah. exactly what that is. If Tyler Bowers was out front, he probably wouldn't have crashed. <laughs> I would have bunny hopped it. Something. <laughs> Osborne, Osborne should have been. He had a. He was fast in practice. Uh-huh. You know, he would have led that heat. Uh, just that guy just hasn't caught a break this no, year. No, like no. And I really think he would have been. I don't know if he would have like won the championship, but man, he would have. That first round, he was uh, so on it. Yeah, and he even got second with the, uh, you know, the broken thumb, and and then man, right when he gets healthy, he uh, yeah, watched yeah. it again. Oh, you know, and yeah. unfortunate, you know, but you know, it's just some of those guys just. Some years just cannot catch a break. No, no, and it's well. You know what though? He's second in the title chase. Probably going to end up second. Yeah, Mac- Mac- I mean, which is coming, crazy. But... I mean, you know, that's just kind of it's a battle of attrition out there sometimes too. Right. You know? Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, hey, Alex Martin's been good. Dude, did you see? How about his, his practice? Oh. oh my god! How about his practice, crash? Dude, <laughs> that is ever. something I do on Mad Skills. Yeah. And don't pull off. I mean, that was insane. He just wheelied the dragon back, and then he missed. He, the, he missed almo- the bump. He almost wheelied over the triple lip. <laughs> I mean, I thought he was going to backflip. Oh my god, it was awesome. He hit the forward button at the last second. Yeah, check out his uh, his Instagram. Um, yeah, a martin thirty one. Oh I think gosh. if you want to see it, his practice crash. Yeah, it's on the site too. If, if you can't find it there, what site is that? Uh, this little kind of off off stream uh, motocross site called Racer X. So never, never heard look of it. it. Never, yeah, never just heard Google of it. it. Okay. I mean, most people right. haven't heard of it. Um, um, he's riding well. Yeah, he's riding well. Plessinger too. Both guys did well. Was that uh, was that me and you, Steve, talking about that? It's weird that a, a guy that's been in the class for you know Alec with Alex. I think it's been like six years or something. Like really make a drastic improvement. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, a lot of guys just kind of stay where they're at. But man, he has gotten. A hundred times better in Supercross. Yeah, yeah, it's it's odd to see Adam. Um, you know, literally, he's sixth or seventh year in the class. Wow! And you, when you're when you, after that so long, you are what you are. You know yeah. what I mean? But this kid's getting better. He's yeah. he's improving, and that's well, good to see. I think that could be too, uh, because sometimes it's not so much. I don't think it's as much as his riding. 
that could improve. Mm-hmm. But I think his mental game might improve because he's, see, he's seeing what his brother's doing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, if he can be out front. Because I see them practice together all the time, and they're right there. Yeah. I mean, Alex is, like, right with Jeremy. So I think it could be a, a, a mental thing that's helping him. Also, on top of maybe just riding with his brother and getting faster and faster. So Yeah. So that's no. Yeah, no, you're right, Adam. I mean, he said that before. I mean, where he's like, you know, I know I can go as fast as Jeremy. I ride with him all the time. Yeah. You know, so and you're right. Maybe it's as seeing, simple as that. Yeah, and seeing Jeremy do as well as he's done is helping him. Like, it's it's almost like seeing it in a visual perspective to be like, I can mm-hmm. do it. So right. he's just doing it now. Right. Mm-hmm. Good point. Maybe you can do that with Pike. Adam, what do you mean? Well, you can see Pike. Oh, that's, that's your guy. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. You're like, I can be that guy. Yeah, I can, I can be, be Pike. that guy. Yeah, maybe not as angry, but yeah, no, I can't. He be told as me angry. this weekend. <laughs> he told me this weekend at the truck that he hated me. He it's, said, I, I hate he you. He never smiled. It's not true. He said, I hate you. No, it's not. No, true. I know, but it's it's it, that's Pike. Right. It's Pike. Right. It's, and see, some people, some people like they'll take Pike as being serious. Right. Which it's so weird because you have to look at Pike. And when he says that to you, you just mm-hmm. have to laugh because that's his way of joking is right. being 100% yeah, yeah, yeah. serious. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> his way of joking is being 110% yeah. serious. No, I, I made fun of him for crashing or something right after. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, no, no, that's what you have to do. Right. And then when he's joking with you, he's totally serious. Yeah. <laughs> the, the weird world of yeah. Pike. Yeah, the weird <laughs> world of Pike. Um, did you guys see Hanny in the first practice? You didn't, Adam, but, but – uh, so. <laughs> After the triple, you make a right, uh huh, and you go two, three, three, four. or four out, yeah. whatever. Hanny in the first lap comes around, goes three in on a two fifty F, clips the third one, almost dies, and then <laughs> and then saves it and rides off. You know, kind of gets all squirrely. Yeah. No one jumped that three on a two fifty F all day long. He did in the first lap of practice. <laughs> Oh, man. I died. didn't see it. Some four fifty. Some four fifty guys. That's Hanson, though, dude. He jumps. He can jump. Yeah. Some four fifty guys went three in, but it didn't end but up being no, any faster. No, it didn't. Because no. I seen Grant do it uh, in front of me, and yeah. it looked like the sketchiest thing. I'm like, no, yeah. I ain't doing Henny that. And he did it like kind of like, and I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, clip. <laughs> well, well, yeah, we other... timed it. It was right at about the, the same tenth yeah. of the second. Yeah, because yeah, you're just going much faster. Three, two, you're going three, two out or three. And the yeah, weird yeah, thing like is, whatever, yeah. is that when you go three in, the transition was like right, yeah, was eight it? feet instead of the other one was like fifteen. Right, didn't mean yeah, yeah. So yeah. you were jumping into this triple that had like an abrupt lip right yeah. after you landed. Yeah, it didn't didn't make a lot of sense. No. Um, Polatelli wins the heat. Good job by him. Uh, he's a good dude. But then, dude, in the main event. I don't know what happened. He showed me his crash on video. I didn't see it. It was in the finish line. Mm-hmm. He comes over the finish line. He must have hit neutral. And almost died. He just endo. No, his, something happened with his oh. motor. Oh, he didn't tell me that. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, he just endo in the face of the landing of the finish line, which is the easiest jump on the track. Wow. <laughs> that so, is not good. No. Because those finish line landings, man, they are steep. Hey, how about how about being in the two the LCQ this week? If you were a privateer guy, you had Osborne, McElrath, <laughs> oh, Hanson, and Mookie. Right? Yeah. yeah, I would have stayed in the truck. Yeah, I just, <laughs> just don't even bother. No, you know what's don't funny though anymore, is I swear when it's like that, sometimes you can win it. No, <laughs> I'm yeah, not yeah, kidding. Yeah, like <laughs> those dudes will all take each other out because they're like so yeah. urgent to yeah. win that you'll win it. Like 
that how that worked where all those guys who were supposed to make it made it is a miracle. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know you would think one of the big guys would. Yeah. Well, they usually yeah. do. Right. They yep. wad it up. Yeah. And it's like, Good point. that was like, I, I watched it and I was like, wow, that doesn't really ever happen. That was like exactly how it was supposed to go. <laughs> super yeah, you're right, because they all four got off out the front. Yeah, all, usually you know? in Supercross. Not the pack. Yeah, in Supercross, anything that's supposed to happen doesn't. <laughs> yeah, right. The only thing you can be sure of is Dungey's going to be up front. That's it. Yeah. That at some it. point. We yeah. don't know when, but yeah. at some point he will be towards the front. And the other thing is Andrew Short will get a whole shot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, some some primo advertising for Fly and their new gear. If oh, JT was man. on the line, we'd be pumping that the up. The Fly gear is the, uh, so sick. It's so bright and beautiful and flowy, and, and it's just Fox so, racing, everybody. Oh Fox gosh. racing. Fly is just racer. so good. It's but you like, know what I mean? It's on my <laughs> no. skin. It's coming through the there gear. Was, it's just so light short, and nice. Short, Brayton, and Pike all in that heat race. <laughs> it was like a Fly yeah. and it was army. Da- and it was Dayglow. They all had the same color uh-huh. gear, and it was like, Fly is coming. You know, I'm just glad that Fly picked up Alex Ray because they didn't have enough privateers. They didn't have <laughs> no, enough. No, no, no. They needed <laughs> they, to have a couple. They needed Ray because they just don't help out enough guys. So, oh man, good job, hey buddy. man. But you you gotta you gotta give it credit though. They have more gear. Like if you're a casual fan, you go to a race, all you see is Fly gear. Well, that's because we're Fly. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a great marketing aspect to do do it that way well not only is, some... not only that but fly is the best gear on the market they're the coolest people you know what i mean it's just the best all the way mm-hmm. around fly is just the best ah <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the new sector boot is probably the uh, best boot ever. you're the only are you the only sector boot athlete or is there somebody else there's another amateur kid now no but in pro like, yeah, yeah in pro in i am the sector boot athlete. so you put the sector boot in the main event for the first time ever. yes fantastic i made world history <laughs> I don't know about the world history. <laughs> I'd bag it down on that. But uh, hey, oh, man. honestly, I had no idea Tapia made the main until right now. Yeah. When did he get in? LCQ. 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 He yeah, shot. he led for a bit. Who uh, won it? Who, who won the LCQ? Rusk. So it's Rusk, Rusk and Tapia. No, and- Rusk, Oldenburg, Tapia, Pipes should have been yeah. in the stands. You should have cleaned. Should have cleaned. Maybe you should have been deuce deuce. Should have been deuce deuce. <laughs> but the thing is, is honestly, that bike wasn't making it. I mean, okay. Right. Here's the question for you, jerkies, before we wrap this up. Okay. Three rounds left. Give me the winners of the last three rounds. Who's going to win these last three? Does, does somebody does somebody get a, a win here besides Tomac and Dunge? Sealy <laughs> is going to win another one. Oh, yeah? Yes. Okay. Um, Couldn't you see Reed win in Vegas? No. No? No. I think I'm. I think Reed's gonna not win Vegas for other reasons. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Seely, Dungey will get another one, and I get Tomac will get another okay, one. Okay, so I'm they're, they're gonna the spread last, them out. Yep, okay, that's the last three. I, I say Dungey, Tomac, Reed. Dungey, Tomac, Reed. Yeah, you don't think Seely will get another one? No, well, he could, but whatever. He will. I say Tomac. Uh, Reed in New York, which I think is just fitting. Yeah. And then um, I'll say Sealy wins the, the Vegas. All right. Okay. Right, just throw it out there. I mean, okay. I, you know. Okay. Uh, all right, everybody. Anything else? Anything else? Did we cover it? Nah. I mean, I think uh, at this point in the season, I think Honestly, getting to an hour is great. If I wasn't I getting if, if I wasn't getting paid for these, I probably wouldn't do these anymore. 
<laughs> I honestly think that there's probably going to be the most views on this there ever was. Yeah, you got to have the deuce deuce on just to line well, things up, some man. These these are podcasts; they don't get views, Adams. They get listens. Listens. So we're going to get the most listens ever on a podcast ever. Well, uh, then JT will get pissed because we'll bump him and put you in there. Bump Dude, this is week. like the second time in four weeks JT's been bumped. See, all right? He doing okay? He said he couldn't do it today. He said he was busy. He uh, he, <laughs> he was living hashtag MotoGP life. So, oh, GP life, dude. Yeah, dude, that's a tough life. Nobody cares about. Uh, yeah, See, I, right. I disagree, man. I actually like MotoGP. So, no. whatever, Chase. Don't even talk to me. Yeah, about you can suck. Moto it, dude. It's fun, dude. I watched the race. Whatever, it was whatever. Entertaining, whatever. <laughs> I cannot. I, can, I can't. Get, I cannot get into road racing at all. I, I get those guys are gnarly though, and the technology. No, they is cool, are. They're gnarly. They're flying, dude, man. If you, I don't if you watch some of those Instagrams of like JTs and stuff yesterday, who cares? He just doesn't do it, Chuck. Nobody who cares. cares. Steve and I, you know that it means nothing. Nothing, Chase. Nothing. Just respect it, man. Don't hate. I'm not hating. <laughs> I'm just just, a, just appreciate. I'm just saying. Appreciate, man. I really wish. No, I get it. I mean, I only got into it recently. So. No, I love I MotoGP. Honestly. <laughs> what? <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh. It's sick. I don't watch it ever, yeah, but I got you. respect for those guys. Well, I do yeah. too. I'm kidding. I got now respect that I make, for them too. You know, big money and can afford a DVR, man. I just record things. I love the doctor, dude. <laughs> now that I make big money and can afford a DVR. Yeah, big money. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Chase Stallo, uh, Adam Entenap uh, on the uh, BTOsports.com RacerX podcast presented by Fox Racing. Uh, thanks to both of you guys. Houston wrap up. Appreciate it. And uh, like I said, even though we're getting, even though. Uh, um, I'm getting paid for these. We'll have to do one of these next week. So cool. Um, thanks to both of you guys. Appreciate it. All right. See you. Right. See you. This has been the BTOsports.com podcast show presented by Fox Racing. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunis. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. And, and Magoo was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right, and, right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, it, if it hadn't been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think yeah. he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? Right. They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home. And once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, 
like beating a dead horse. And, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Go circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pit and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny Omar. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride and you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to enjoy these and over 500 more great motocross podcasts. Today.